Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. W-O-R. Glenn Berman in the morning. On 710 W-O-R. Fun Friday morning. I think it's a fun Friday morning, Joe Bartlett. It's 8.05. There's so much going on. Uh, Punxsutawney Phil did see his shadow. Six more weeks of winter there. But here, Staten Island Chuck did not see his shadow. So early I'm going spring. with Chuck. Got the Super Bowl Sunday. It's a point spreads down to four and a half points in favor of the Patriots. We have our big Super Bowl quiz coming up at about... 823. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to do better this year. Oh, well, yeah, I'll hope to do better. It seems so easy. We have a quiz. It's going to be on our, it is right now on our website, 710WOR.com slash Len. You can play along. If not, yeah, well, just go there and print it out and use it at your party. I think it's a fun bit after you, you know, after you do all the boxes and people win all the money and stuff. But this is a good quiz, and uh, you can see who wins and give it a prize. And You in any pools? I'm not in the pool. I- I'm not this year either. I mean, it's total luck. Yeah, no. Obviously. Total I always get the eights and the nines. Right. <laughs> Sixes. Yeah, right. The twos. <laughs> yeah, right. A lot of, a lot of <laughs> Super Bowl scores ended two. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, uh, so you got that. You got Groundhog's Day. Of course, you got Memo Day. Well, that, that's our big three. You got the Memo uh, getting released today, we think. And we'll see all the flack. And, and on a serious note, we'll see if the FBI director says bye-bye or not. Uh, also in the big three, we got the Super Bowl. So we got our contest coming up here for our staff, Natalie and Ray and Joe and myself are going to duke it out. I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'll be surprised to see who Ray picks to win the Super Bowl. We'll see who everyone picks. That's one of the questions. Well, I guess I'll, I'll give you a hint. I'm not picking the Patriots. Well, a lot of people are anti-Patriots, but that doesn't mean they won't win. But you know. I don't know about that. And uh, we'll hear from fans later on uh, with the Super Bowl. Well, Alice has yeah. a great piece coming up with the Eagles fans in South Jersey. Also, the longtime voice of the Eagles Will he finally in his lifetime get to call a Super Bowl win? Uh-huh. Because they've been in two Super Bowls. Philadelphia has, and they've lost both. So Merle Reese will be joining us before we go off the air at 10 o'clock. And, uh, and uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And also rounding out the big three, it is Groundhog Day. And uh, if you missed my little funny, is it worth repeating? No. Okay. Nope. Oh, no. 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 Nope. Let's go on. You both voted me down? Let's go on. Okay, so I'll do it anyway. What do you get <laughs> if you cross a groundhog with the mainstream media? crickets what do you get len six more weeks of fake news that's good right next so what's with cuomo and the 14 million dollars where his signs what does it cost to put up all those signs so he puts up these i love new york signs and apparently they're not compliant were they too big no they're 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 small and they're not it's they're they're advertising uh, attractions and not uh, they're not complying with the federal highway traffic safety rules because they don't apply to the highway. So it's like, the, I love New York, and I, I, I've seen them on the saying I love New York? I see them, too, but what's wrong with saying I love New York? They're not allowed on roads. Well. Uh, and he he was told that. And he put them up anyway. Yep. So now what's the, do we know the cost of all these signs how that much, he put up? I don't know. How many signs well, we there know are? how much it's going to cost because he did put them up. 
Well, apparently they're being the state is being docked by the federal government fourteen million dollars. Fourteen million dollars for some signs, five hundred and fourteen signs. So it's cost. The state will lose fourteen million dollars. What I don't get is that if he knew he wasn't supposed to, yeah, but he did it anyway, knowing that this could cost him. What was it? Why was it? What was the real reasoning behind putting him up? Because I am Andrew Cuomo and I know best. I mean, is that it? Because somebody told him no. So he said yes. Eight point one million dollars for the signs. And he was told repeatedly to remove him. Yes, exactly. And he refused to. Right. So now what will happen if he continues not to take them down? Well, I guess they'll continue well, to they, take the money. Well, the next defense That's be, a, uh, a reduction in the amount of federal highway funds right. that you get from the federal government. So will there be another fine if he doesn't take them down? You know, they're pretty stupid signs. I don't know if you've well, seen it's them. it's a big sign. Says, no, it's small. They're smaller no, no, than— No, no, but the, the sign itself is huge, and then within the huge sign, there are small signs. Yeah. Yeah. Well— So it's a, there's a big sign there, and it says, I love New York, but then it has little attractions, right, inside— right. No, no, no. They don't comply with size regulations. All right. And um, it's it, basically they claim that it's distracting to drivers. It's sort of like those south of the border signs you see when you're going down 95 to Florida. All right. The federal go- Okay, here's the deal. Um, they, the, the, the feds maintain that the signs are potentially hazardous right. and convey no information that's of use to a driver while driving. Correct. It has nothing to do with the roads. And the state maintains they're safe and informational. Well, well oh, look at the one. I don't know if you have this one. It's here. Informational. How informational is this? There's an I Love New York sign, uh, right. insignia. Yeah. Experience New York attractions. Okay. That's it? That's it. What are the New York attractions? Well, Niagara Falls? What? House Cavern? I mean, what? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Does it say anything? No. All right. So, so your governor, for- buddy, <laughs> your governor, That's true. $14 million extra for you, Len. So, who's paying for that? By the way, I got another problem, another <laughs> issue, issue with the governor. I think you governor. have a lot of problems, with, with, with the governor. What's that? Um, it has to do with these uh, public service announcements that he has out about the flu. Okay. You know, they're warning people, sure. the flu, you know, take precautions. But it starts with, Governor Cuomo reminds you. So essentially, he is using public money to promote his own name and identity and brand. He could say New York State reminds you. The health department reminds you. Right. No, Governor Cuomo reminds well, you. Didn't Christie do the whole thing with well, opioids? Exactly. Don't they all? They don't, I don't know. Uh, no? All right. Well, you, you, done, you don't like governors in general, do you? Tell me a governor you like. I like Kasich. I like Governor Patterson. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's, he's been a co-host here some Governor days. Governor Patterson. Yeah. Kasich was uh, uh, on during the campaign, and I, I just thought he was a good guy. He seemed like a Governor of Ohio seems yeah. like. We, we used to refer to him as the grown-up in the room when it came to the uh, Republican primaries. But Look how far that got him. Didn't get him very far yeah. at all. All right, so what do you make of this whole budget? How many billions and billions in this uh, de Blasio budget? 88. $88 billion. Yeah. And increases in what? In certain areas, well, right? for uh, housing. I think there was some school, extra right. money for schools. And how much extra for the uh, subway repair? None. Zero, huh? Yeah. Uh, this is 20%. The budget is up 20% since he took office. 20%. By the way. Yeah. Um, Didn't it say all that? Isn't there a budget uh, long fall? 
and the money that's in surplus from this year will pay for these increases next year? Well, the the, the one thing that is happening is the they they do have surpluses. Yeah, they do a, have surpluses. Surplus. It used to be a deficit. So some of this increase or all the increases right. coming from the surplus? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the government, city government, now costs more than $10,000 for every man, woman, and child living in the city. So every... Uh, yeah. Well, I, I figure it's eight million. So you know, sure. Uh, Ten thousand wow. dollars per person for the cost of living in New York. Do we city. have the highest budget of any city in America? We must, right? I would think so. Eighty-eight billion, you said. Well, actually, closer to eighty. Was well, it's eighty-eight? It's an eight rounded up to eighty-nine. Eighty-nine billion. Yeah. All right. Here's the mayor. We will not be surprised to see in that budget substantial proposed cuts to Medicaid, to uh, affordable housing. Public housing. Oh, he's talking about uh, uh, budget NYCHA. cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NYCHA? Yep. Okay. Big picture, we don't like what we see. Uh, we see uh, some real substantial shifting of costs by the state, from the state to the city. We see, you know, we've seen this before. We see, we're seeing it again on a, on a major scale. Well, so what's shifting? Subway? I, what was he talking about? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously the state is making so the city pay more. taking shots at yeah. the state. Well, it's yeah. Cuomo playing well, games. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Your buddy. My buddy. So, uh, how about they are going to retry Assembly Speaker Sheldon Silver Why in bother? April? Why bother? It doesn't seem like the way the world is going where these... Uh, a judge said Thursday that the retrial of New York's former Assembly Speaker will proceed on schedule. I guess he uh, they called his request to the Supreme Court a Hail Mary and it failed. Good. He wanted to have the whole right, thing yeah, going yeah, right, yeah. So he will be retried, but... Right. Does that- with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seem like a waste of money. They don't seem to get. Menendez got Well, he was convicted first. Right. But then because of an improper jury instruction. Right. They've been told to do it again. Okay. So, you know, I I hope he gets convicted again. So what about Skelos? I hope he gets convicted. Yeah. So what happened with it? What's the status of his? It all has to do with the uh, that Supreme Court decision. Sure, yeah. right. But in both of those cases, I mean, they were taking money. Right, they were taking well, money. What's the status of the Skelos thing? I forget. Did, did did he was did he already get tried? I no, I don't know. I don't think so. No. So they're still waiting to try him and his son. Yeah. Uh, Silver remains free on bail, uh, but it's going to start in April, so it'll go ahead. So we'll be living through this one again, one more time. Yeah, great. But they keep throwing them out. That's the problem. Right. Now, what happened with the courthouse? So SUV is filming down there, Law and Order. Yeah. And they and there was a, a catering urn. They left something. They thought it was a bomb or right. something at the well, courthouse. And package left evacuated. behind. Like, you can't, can't blame anybody. Yeah. You can see this big, huge uh, package sitting by itself in the courthouse. Yeah. And it was Nobody, an urn. It was a coffee, coffee urn from yeah. catering. Yeah. Yeah. So what they do? Like, they evacuated the place? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> what do they say? Rip from the headlines? Is that what is that? The Rip deal? from the headlines. Yeah. So Natalie's telling me this thing now. I, you know, I don't. First of all, she says I pronounced the name of the group wrong. I go Toto. Do you know this group? Toto. Toto. I say Toto. I guess it's like you Wizard of Oz. Toto. Toto. A little, little more blended. Toto. Well, Toto. Toto. Well, you know the song, right? Gotta take the line. 
Big Toto song. Toto? <laughs> Why do you say Africa. it like oh, that? Toto. Toto. I'm an idiot. What do you think? Toto. Just say Toto. So well, what's the deal? Well, well, obviously, so why it was is a this... big song back in the early 80s. Well, yeah, that's, that's 30 years ago. So why is this all of a sudden like this viral? What, what is this? What's well, the, the millennials have grabbed onto this song the and made it their own. This they really? stole it from us. This is the millennial anthem? <laughs> Well, apparently, but why? I don't know. the The best thing is, well, it's it's been in a couple of TV shows like um, Stranger Things and South Park, so that you know becomes a little more mainstream. And it was part of a Grammy party for one of the best new artists. They sampled it with Drake and Rihanna. So this is the new but, millennial anthem, huh? But it has its own Twitter account. It's called Africa by Toto Bot. It has thirty seven thousand of uh, you know uh, followers. followers, and they tweet. Lyrics to the song every three hours. Just ridiculous. Coming up, get your money out. It's time for our Super Bowl contest, and that's coming up in your chance to win $1,000. But now, traffic with Bernie Biden. All right, here we go, 824. The yearly moment we all wait for. We, we count down the days. We have the whole staff in here right in the studio. Natalie and Ray, our assistant producer, and Joe and... And we've got the Super Bowl. Now, these are real bets that you can make, and some of them are crazy. Uh, so I only picked out uh, 10 possible uh, questions, and some of them are obvious. But uh, they have things like, um, what's the first song that uh, Justin Timberlake is going to wear? Or what's the color of his shoes going to be at halftime? And people actually bet on this stuff. Uh, it, it's great. They're called prop bets. And what's this music you picked out for me, Ray? Well, it's the, uh, the, the traditional NFL music I got off the, you know, the NFL, ESPN, used for the highlights. <laughs> That's it. Here we go. It's our what? Fourth? Is this the fourth time? Yeah. This this is your bailiwick, Len. You should be hitting this thing. Come on, let's go. The fourth annual Len Bourbon in the morning Super Bowl (laughs) contest. All right, so here's how it works. Got all these questions, (laughs) and uh, obviously we know who's doing the national anthem, right? Pink. You see Natalie dancing? Here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like pink, huh? Better Natalie than you. I never thought I did, but I do. How about this one? They should have her at halftime. What? You know around what? I agree. Really? It would be yeah. amazing. I like this one, too. Uh, they only have her doing a national anthem. All right, so our first question, staff. Length of the national anthem by Pink over two minutes or under two minutes? That's that's a low. That's a kind of low number. She's a little bit higher, if I'm not mistaken. So they've given her two minutes. Right. Uh, so what do you say, Joe? Over or under? I'm going to go over. Even over? though she's she has a little um, t- up tempo, I think she's going to take her time with it. Yeah. I'm think, going Ray? with the over also. Over. over, over. Me too. All of us going over. Okay. All right. Well, now how about this one? See, it got a little controversial here. Will any player kneel? During the anthem, we know that the Patriots will not. But uh, do you think uh, any player, the Eagles, anybody? No. No. I say yes. Ooh, I'm going to go no. 
And I'm going with Ray. Yes. Really? I think they so will you think be one of the Eagles. Eagles. I think one yeah. and maybe even a even a Patriot. One one guy will do it just because it'll it'll tick off everybody and it's exactly why. And, and but, the president. But yeah. NBC <laughs> we'll get to the president in a second. NBC says they will show it oh, if someone and I, kneels. And I don't think they should. I don't think they should. But I think I they're going to be looking think. for it. They, that's going to that's oh, be the absolutely. whole thing. NBC's so why be focus on the one goofy guy exactly. who wants to make – No, okay. I'm not gonna, he wants to make a statement. He's entitled to. It's a free country. I'm not, not going to call him a goofy guy. However, this is the Super Bowl. This is America coming together. It, uh, my vote at NBC would be take video of it, show it later during the broadcast and have a discussion about it. Right, okay. But not to highlight that guy During the, the anthem. Top. During the anthem. Yeah, right, if there's yeah, one guy right. doing it. Yeah. All right, so two head yes, two head no. All right, will the coin toss land on heads or tails? I'm going heads. 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 Unanimous. Yeah. Wow. How about this one? Now, see, I, I, see, I, I, I should have asked Ray what he's voting because Ray's Mr. Pat. Ray is wearing a Patriots hat and a Patriots jersey. He probably has Patriots underwear, I'm but sure I don't want to. I do. Yes, <laughs> I, I, don't want to know. I do I'm not sure want okay. to know. Don't share. Don't share. Uh, briefs or uh, don't no, boxers. Don't, I don't want to know. Will number four? Two-toned. Will Bill Belichick wear a hoodie? Of course. Yes. I'm going no. Me too. I mean, really? No, I think he's just going to wear a straight uh, sweatshirt. Like okay. That. Okay. Crew neck for the day. The cr- crew neck, right. Okay. So, uh, so okay, we got a difference of opinion, but Ray says yes. All right. It's an indoor game, too. Why do you wear a hoodie indoors? Good It'll luck. Cut, Good luck because cut. he always does. Oh, I it see. Cuts off the arms and yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, okay. Will Eagles quarterback Nick Foles complete his first pass? Yes. Yes, because everyone outside of Tony Eason does. I have no <laughs> idea what that means, but I'm going with yes. Me, too. It's going to be a short one. <laughs> Natalie, a pass is when the quarterback <laughs> takes the ball oh and throws it through the air. Pass? That was the sixth question on Ze- that, Jeopardy. That I'll tell you, black hole of knowledge when wow. it comes to football. Really? Yep. Well, but you do this one. Uh, football 400. I can tell you guys are big football fans. <laughs> Tom Landry perfected the shotgun formation with this team. I Not said, one of them knew it. I Natalie knew it. I wow. said Cowboys was the first thing that, that popped in only, my head. That's the it. only team she knew. <laughs> it was a Basically. Jeopardy bit. None of them got it right. All right, we got to move along. Tom Brady throws an interception. Yes. No. No. Yes. Will Donald Trump tweet more than five times or less during the game? More than five times or less. Yes, so will more he, or more less. More or less than five times. Oh, 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 um, less. Bet the house more. Well, I'm going with less. Me too. I'm going with the under. Which team will win the game? Eagles. We know where Ray's. Well, going. Forget Ray. Forget <laughs> him. Adley. Didn't even have to ask. I him. like Ray Patriots. Two Patriots. I'm going with the Eagles too. So two Patriots, two Eagles. Who will be the MVP? We know Ray's answer. We know Natalie's answer. Who's going to be the MVP? Joe? I'm going out on the line. I'm going to say Jay uh, Ajayi, the running back. Wow. Brandon Cooks. Wide receiver for New England. Woo! You're not picking Brady. I'm not. It has has they been to be the Brady? Has he virtually been the MVP every time they win? The only other time was against the Eagles, yeah. where it was wide receiver uh, 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 Deion Branch. Okay, very good. It's got to be Brady because he's already started writing his speech. That's true. Natalie saw the. You imagine that? He already has. <laughs> a, I, I saw that too. He has a speech written. Well, good. I hope he gets his butt right. sacked. <laughs> I'm going with Nick Foles, the uh, Eagles quarterback okay. MVP. Okay. Color of liquid poured over the winning coach. I'm going orange. I'm going to change my answer that one then because I don't go with Joe. I'm going to go with red. 
Red? Yeah. Yes. I'm going with lemon lime green. I'm going clear. So everyone's okay. got something different. Right, okay, okay. And final score. This is the tiebreaker. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Only if you have the winning team correct. So final score, Joe? I have 31-27 Eagles. 31-17 New England. A late cover. Oh, my gosh. I have no late idea. Late cover. Listen to him. Uh, Getting a betting reference. Can get back to on that one? Uh, yeah, get back to it. Come two, on. Natalie has two Just to two one. numbers. Natalie says two to one. And I'm going with uh, 24-21 Philadelphia. So there you go. We have the big contest. Go to our website, wr.com slash Len. Print it out. Do it with your friends and neighbors and have a good time and see what you get. Michael Bauer is here with the latest news headlines at 831. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, guys. President Trump is attacking the FBI this morning, saying the top leadership has politicized the investigative process. This comes as a Republican memo criticizing the FBI. We made public today. It purports to show an anti-Trump bias at the Bureau, but Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff says key info is missing. The point, of course, wasn't to make it accurate. The point was to make it misleading. The point was to selectively declassify information um, so that it would support a narrative favorable to the president. Republicans say they're being transparent and providing necessary oversight. President Trump says the first year of his presidency was one of the greatest years in history. And he says Senator Orrin Hatch has also praised the job that he's done. Orrin is, I love listening to him speak. He said once, I am the single greatest president in his lifetime. Now, he's a young man, so it's not that much. Of course. And he actually once said, I'm the greatest president in the history of our country. And I said, does that include Lincoln and Washington? He said, yes. I said, I love this guy. But what about about Millard Fillmore? Really? He's better president than Millard Fillmore? He's got to be better than him. I don't Here's. Here's the interesting part. Hatch says he never said (laughs) that Trump is better than Lincoln in Washington. Oh, boy. He just said he's going to work toward making it the greatest presidency, Uh, but not that it actually has. Oh, boy. And, guys, a new report is out with the list of the most hated companies in America. Let me think about this. 24-7 Wall Street. They took surveys, employee reviews, news events. Wait, did you say employee what? Okay, so it's surveys, employee reviews, so employees have a say in this as well. And then news events into consideration to make this list of the worst, com- right. most hated companies in America. I'll go with Apple. I would say Cablevision. Oh, yeah, cable company, right. Taking a look here. Um, Airli- airline, maybe? Oh, yeah. Out of the top ten, you've got an airline's in there. Those other two are not in there. No really? cable wow. company, Apple, no not in there. No cable company? No uh, cable but airline, company. Huh? Uh, airline Spirit Airlines came oh, sure. in in ninth place. Okay. Ninth? Yeah. In tenth place was Cigna Healthcare. Okay. Uh, ninth place, Spirit Airlines. Number eight, Vice Media, their entire organization. Okay. Number seven, Sprint. Number really? six, hmm. here you go, Foxconn Technology Group, which I think may kind of flow into that cable company type okay. thing. Yeah. Number five, Electronic Arts, EA, who makes the Madden game. Huh. Wow. Number four. I would have thought that would be a fun company to work yeah. for. I, I worked for them. They were. It was a great yeah. company yeah. to work for. So this is uh, this is working for the company or just your your view of the company It's, it's in kind general. of a combination. It's okay. got surveys, Everything. employee reviews, right. and news events that take All us right. in. Uh, your top four, University of Phoenix. Number three, <laughs> the NFL. Wow. The NFL. NFL. Well, a lot of people are coming down with the head injuries. Yeah. Well, you're going to say... Uh, the, does the political thing enter that, too? Yeah. Oh, then they're, they're, they're the hated, anthem? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly with the news events, I'm sure yeah. that that's made it into there. Yeah. Number two, Fox Entertainment Group. 
Fox. Oh, that, that now that's not Fox news. That's not, not no, no entertainment. The entertainment group. group. Okay, right, okay. And number what's one, number one? Ta-da. Equifax. Okay. Really? The breaches and all of that kind oh, of stuff. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, right. Everyone hated got... by everybody. Who... Oh, that's right. Yeah, they yeah. breached everybody. Right. right. And, and even if you weren't exactly on Equifax. Yeah, I got you. Oh, that's very interesting. So allegedly, at least uh, in the top 10, uh, the Len Berman Industries is doing well yeah. right now. We're, so uh, that's yeah, good. we're ahead of the game. Yeah. And cable companies. Yeah. Jeez, I'm surprised. Yeah. Who, you were, I thought you were right with that one, Joe. Well, coming up, a, Flor- a Florida nurse has gone viral. Have you seen this video? Find out what she's saying about the flu. That's a nurse. A nurse talking about the flu. It's got everybody's attention. Also, your next chance is $1,000 coming up at 9.05. But first, let's check in with Bernie Vider and traffic. Well, coming up on 841 on a Friday, uh, we had our little Super Bowl staff contest. But if you want to do at your party and have a good time with all those fun questions, those are real bets you can you can make in Las Vegas. So uh, just go to 710WOR.com slash Len. Print them out. Um, pass them around at your party and have a good time. One of the other bets you can make is how many uh, Dilly Dillies there will be in all the Bud Light commercials. Yeah, what's the deal with that Dilly I don't know where that came from, but it's pretty funny. Okay. The uh, over or under is 15 and a half. <laughs> oh, boy. Dilly right. Dilly, Len. Speaking of commercials, nobody's even talking no. about the commercials I know it. this year. That's an old, you know, I'm so tired over the years of talking about those commercials because after a while, they're just. Well, they're self-serving is what they but are. But also, yeah. how creative, they're not that, they're not that funny. They don't seem that creative for some reason. I don't know. That's why people but aren't I, talking I about I think it. the E-Trade baby's coming back, though. Oh, okay. I like that kid. Shankopotamus? <laughs> Shankopotamus. Remember that? Whoever the, the advertising guy who made that up, Shankopotamus, deserves a raise. Oh, coming up in a segment after this around 8 you have a favorite football movie? You have to think about it. There are a lot of, you know, that don't come to mind. I was just looking up some more of them. There are a lot of good ones out there. So Rudy. Don't, Rudy. Rudy. I just watched that. It was just yeah. done. It's a great movie. I know it. Yeah. But also, you know, Blindside. There's a lot Blindside of different interesting movies. Waterboy, Adam Sandler. That's <laughs> a football you movie. You can do it. So anyway, we have Joe Newmeyer, our movie <laughs> expert. He's going to talk about the greatest football movies of all Waterboy. time. That'll be. I love Waterboy. Do you hear about this nurse? This was funny. Now, she's uh, her name is Kathleen Lochler. Of Milton, Florida. So she, uh, 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 the Miami Herald reports that she's a nurse. And after her long shift, and obviously she's being taxed with flu down there, as they are with every, everywhere. Yeah, right. So she works a 12-hour shift at the hospital. And then she comes uh, home, and on Facebook, she does this uh, uh, rant called After Work <laughs> Thoughts. And she wants to, and it starts off well. She wants to talk about there's a heightened risk of catching the flu. If you're not aware of how the flu is spread, the only way you can get it is through your eyes, your nose, or your mouth. That means you touch something and you rub your eye, you could get the flu. Uh, let's see, if someone coughs near you and then you in- inhale it through your nose or through your mouth, you could get the flu. Well, that's good to know. Very good. Yeah, that's okay. good information. information. I didn't know that. Yep, yep. Uh, and then it, it's, it starts to go off the rails a little bit. If you have a team member from your softball team who is sick or injured, you do not bring the entire softball team in <laughs> to check on them. Because guess what? You just got maybe 15 new vectors or carriers of the flu by them all walking in, which I watched them each walk in last night, see their friend, and not touch the hand sanitizer, not once. <laughs> and there is the flu. It is a cesspool of flu, a cesspool of funky flu at the ER right now. 
Ooh, that's wow. see, that's the headline. <laughs> that's not a, a good idea. A cesspool of funky flu at the <laughs> ER right now. Well, it probably is. No, I know. This, no, it's a terrible story. Did you see the numbers from New York? I know. The, Huge. The, uh, last week in New York, right? Eleven thousand six hundred eighty-three new cases of flu. Mm. Eleven thousand. And the I would previous bet you, week seven thousand. I would bet you it's it's higher because I know people who have gone to the doctors. The doctor said you have the flu, but didn't do the test, so they're not getting put in those counts. Wow. wow. Interesting. Some more from Catherine Lockler in Florida. Please don't bring your team in. Please don't bring your healthy children, especially your newborn babies, into the emergency room. And if you don't have a what I call a true emergency, this would not be the time to come to the emergency room. No, I think good that, point. Good that's point. That's a good team. Yeah. A good, yeah. Right now, we have up to 25 to 30 patients sitting for hours in the emergency room waiting room. Some of them are not true emergencies, but they're waiting along with the flu right next to them. So guess what? <laughs> Five flus came in. Fifteen flus walk oh. out. <laughs> that's the second best line. That's good. Five that's good flus math. walk in. Fifteen flus walk out. That's flu math. This is uh, Catherine Lockler, a nurse. Hey, good public service by her. That was good stuff. She's being honest. By the way, this first part, the serious part, I I think is good. I'm going to play that again because I think that's good information I really didn't really think that much about. If you're not aware of how the flu is spread, the only way you can get it is through your eyes, your nose, or your mouth. That means you touch something and you rub your eye, you could get the flu. Uh, let's see, if someone coughs near you and then you in- inhale it through your nose or through your mouth, you could get the flu. A, well, how else did you think you could get the I, flu, I just Len? Did, I didn't think about it. <laughs> you know, I just... I, you didn't know that? No, but I just didn't think about it. It's, do you think about everything? Well, no, but I mean, you would. that's something that's just common knowledge. I don't know. I thought you get the flu if you're with someone who sneezes on you. Yeah, I tell you. Well, that's what she said. No, I know. But it, it comes in through your eyes and your nose and your mouth. Yeah. You can't get it through your ears, huh? No. No. Not. no. Ears are clear. The ER is a cesspool of funky flu. Five flus walk in, <laughs> 15 walk out. And we have this on our website. She's uh, good. We have the whole video. She is good. Catherine Smith Lockler of Milton, Florida. Don't know where Milton is. I assume it's in the Miami area. Hey, we've been pretty fortunate. I don't think that there's much flu going on shush, in, shush, the, shush. in this building. Oh, don't say that. That's called uh, giving something a kid of horror. Joe just did it. Gave us Done. a gave us a Kinahara. Uh-oh. Thanks, Joe. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ridiculous. Seven ten W O R dot com slash Len. Seven ten W O R dot com slash Len. Um, a New Jersey flu outbreak. Uh, the story is worried hospitals impose visitor restrictions. Yeah. So, let's see. They prohibited children under fourteen. People with signs of the flu. yeah. It's all about visiting people. You know, people go. And, people they don't, go I don't think they have enough beds either. They're putting people in waiting rooms and yeah, right. Yeah, they're all like in tents right. or something. This is bad. So when do, when do they think this will die down? Any it's not over. Not, well, it's not, I think we're in the middle right now. Yeah. Right. And they still suggest if you haven't had a flu shot, get one now. Even now. Even this now, will, it would still be helpful. So is this like when spring rolls around? The true How spring. Much yeah. yeah. Well, this is terrible. So anyway, uh, there's a surge of flu-related emergency room visits in hospitals. This is out of New Jersey, too. And if you're young or if uh, you have any symptoms, don't go to the hospital. Well, you have to go to the hospital. Yeah, but they're the ER. No, no, no. She's saying if you don't have to go to the hospital, you don't no, have a visit. real emergency. No, but don't go visit. If you're under 14, right, don't go right. visit someone who but has the flu. if you have flu, you know, severe right. flu symptoms, yes, go to the hospital. Yeah, it's an ER. is a cesspool of funky flu. Coming up.
Uh, we're going to celebrate Super Bowl weekend with the greatest football movies of all time. You'll be surprised. Uh, you probably forgot about some. And which ones were the best? We'll talk to WOR film critic Joe Newmeyer. Your next chance is $1,000 at 905. At 854, good morning, everyone, along with Joe Bartlett. We're celebrating Groundhog Day. If you want the recap, Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow. Six more weeks of winter. Staten Island Chuck did not see his shadow. Early spring, we're going with Chuck. We're taking Chuck. Taking Chuck and yep. the under. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, of course, it's uh, Memo Day. We'll discuss right after the top of the hour a lot of a lot of chatter about this memo, what's in it, and what's going to be the uh, fallout. So we'll do a lot of memo Bring it talk on, coming up after, Bring it the, on. after the top of the 9 o'clock. And, of course, it's Super Bowl weekend, so we bring in our esteemed movie critic, Joe Newmeyer. And, uh, Joe, uh, football movies, baseball, what, what would be the best genre of sports movies? Well, you know, my favorite, hey, Len, hey, Joe, my favorite is baseball movies, of course. The problem is that, of course, baseball movies aren't as cinematic as football movies. And, and let's not even talk about basketball movies, of which oh, I think yeah. only a few others. Yeah, but the natural field of dreams. Natural field of dreams are great movies. And you know what? And I feel like there's something about baseball movies that obviously the, the pace of the game, you can kind of get into the pace of the characters' heads a little bit, whereas football is a little bit more obviously kinetic. And so the, the movies take those and kind of run with that, as it were. Now, you picked um, out a bunch of football movies. Did you rank? them in any order or just generally? I didn't rank them, but you know what? In some ways, you could probably start, you know, the most energetic and the least energetic at the top of the list, I would say, for most energetic would be Any Given Sunday. And this is sort of one of those, it's an Oliver Stone movie from 1999 with a great Al Pacino in it. And this is one of those movies where it's like, if the, if the, if the actual Super Bowl is sort of dull, you can sort of think about or want to watch one of these movies that's sort of more, more, uh, more action-packed. I like Any Given Sunday. Some people have problems with it. I, it's based on a book by Tony D'Amato, and, uh, and it's Oliver Stone, and it's kind of craziest. But it also has a lot to say sort of about the machine of the game and about ah. the media and the and the and the, the, the coaching decisions that go into it. Uh, it's got a terrific cast. You know, Jamie Foxx is in there and Cameron Diaz and uh, yeah. Dennis Quaid, who's also in another uh, a football movie I like called Everybody's All American from 1990. Oh, that was the so, Frank DeFord book. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Yeah. So he's really good in there. And I think, I mean, I sort of think it's just one of those movies that it, it would, whether you like football or not, it sort of has enough energy going on. And right. if you like football, it's more fun. Yeah. Give, give us another big one. That you, well, I mean, let's, I mean, let's talk about we got to go with one of the most famous ones, Newt Rock and the All-American, right? Uh, with Ronald Reagan as the Gipper, the real-life George sure. Gipper. I sort of feel like, uh, you know, in terms of classic Hollywood, when you talk about, you know, classic Hollywood movies, Pride of the Yankees is a great baseball movie. But I feel like Newt Rock and the All-American is a great, you know, classic American football movie. And I think that uh, that classic Hollywood didn't know what to do with football at the time. It was still so so innocent. Newt Rockney All American is sort of the one to go well, with. Well, when I mentioned football movies in here, Joe Bartlett immediately said Rudy, and Natalie said oh, Rudy. Rudy. How about Rudy? Rudy? Rudy is fun. Rudy is sort of the movie for all of us who kind of couldn't play football because either we were too scrawny and we weren't, you know, popular enough. Whatever. Rudy is kind of for all all the all the losers out there. But Rudy, of course, becomes a winner, and it's you know, Sean Astin plays the title role, and and anybody at once you mention Rudy, they go Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. It's a really terrific movie. It's also a great family movie. So it's one of those films that that not just kind of Transcend sports becomes about sort of brotherhood and about schooling. It's really it's a terrific movie. You're five feet nothing, a hundred and nothing, and you got hardly a speck of athletic ability. <laughs> and you hung in with the best college football team in the land for two years, and you're also going to walk out of here with a degree from the University of Notre Dame. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. And after what you've gone through, if you haven't done that by now. It ain't gonna never happen. 
Rudy. 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 Yeah. That's good. All right, give us another big one, Joey. Another big one that I like is Remember the Titans, which is a lot of fun, which is Denzel Washington. Anybody who kind of grew up as I did watching uh, Brian's song with uh, James Kahn oh, and Brian, Brian Piccolo, yeah. right. You know, you sort of mix in the, you know, the sort of the, the racial politics of the late 60s and early 70s, and you get this movie as well, which is, takes place in 1971 at a Virginia uh, college. And uh, Denzel Washington is the coach based on a real story of an integrated team, and there's a lot of class conflicts, a lot of racial conflicts, and he kind of brings them all together. And uh, that movie's from 2000. That's a really good movie. That a lot of people don't remember, actually, what I think is really You blitz all night. And if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Ah, yeah, I want to go play. Oh, yes, right? strap it up. Let's go. Friday Night Lights is the other, the last one I would say, which is you know based on a book and also I think it's a Buzz Bissinger book, and yeah. uh, and then became the basis of the TV series. Also a terrific, uh, terrific film, and also kind of base you know gets the Americana going of the of the sports. Based in Odessa, Texas, as the show was, and uh, it kind of shows how crucial a football team was to this community and to their school and everybody in Odessa, and it's got the you know the, their relationships and the girls and everything like that. It's a terrific movie, and I think that sort of with Billy Bob Thornton in there, like the young cast, Garrett wow. Hedlund, a few other people, it's really terrific. Amber Heard is in there. So um, many films, so little time. Joe yeah, Newmeyer. Cool. Thanks, Take pal. Take care, guys. Have a good weekend. Good Enjoy the game. You know, I, he gave us a whole list of uh, Joe, and I, I, I thought off the top of my head, Blindside. The Blindside, a good one. And how about Concussion? Oh, yeah, that was very uh, that was recent. A really recent. Good yeah. Well, that's Will really Smith. not a football movie. Well, it's not it's about, about football. football. Yeah. We'll have the whole list up on our website. Hey, Waterboy. Waterboy. You can Adam do it, Sandler. man. So I can. Well, I've proven it here, sort of, <laughs> to some people. 7ZWOR.com slash Len. Check out uh, the list of football movies. I didn't realize there were so many. Yeah. There really are a lot, and there were some others we didn't even get to. Longest Yard, Semi-Tough, North Dallas 40, lots of them. Uh, coming up, the Republican memo coming out today. What will it say? Your next chance at $1,000 after the news at 9. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good morning, everyone. This feels like evening. We've been up since uh, 2 in the morning, but uh, it's still morning. (laughs) 9.05. I've never never done that before. Where'd that come from? I I did do newscasts at night my whole life, but... It, well, the same thing with me. I've always worked mornings, so yeah. I always say good morning. Sometimes so, like five it, o'clock at night. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. I don't know where good evening popped out from. <laughs> anyway, a uh, lot going on. Today's memo day. Has there ever been – do you think the word memo will be used more today and in the past few days than, than anyone's ever used that phrase? Absolutely. Memo this, memo that. The so, memo. The memo. We're expecting the release today after uh, the president approves it. It goes back to Congress and they release it. We'll see if there are redactions. We're going to talk all about that. Uh, but there's a lot going on today. And in the last segment, it's always funny when you, when you come up with a subject out of the blue, like football movies. Like, you know, we didn't expect to be this. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Football movies, but it sounded like a fun thing to do before the Super Bowl. Do you know how many emails I've got now? People telling me their favorite football movies that were never mentioned. Really? Like Which Ma- one? Melinda says Any Given Sunday. Oh, uh, Joe, did that was the Al Pacino one. 
Oh, did he mention that earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Matt said, and I wasn't familiar with this one, a Tom Cruise movie, All the Right Moves. I don't, I'm not he familiar with that. He was a high school that. football player. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people have uh, The Longest Yard. Yep. Mm-hmm. That one came up. There's so, a lot of good ones, yeah. Yeah, I never realized there were that many. I, when I think of sports movies, I think of baseball movies. Uh, I just, uh, for some reason. Well, I don't. Remember the Titans is a good one. Oh, the Replacements? There's another Oh, that one. was a good one. Yeah, sure, sure. That's a fun movie. Yeah. yeah. That was a fun movie, The Replacements, uh-huh. yeah. Is that where Cameron Diaz plays the, uh, the no, owner of the No, team? I think that was on uh, the Al Pacino. Any oh, that was the Sunday. Pacino movie. Yeah. All right. So I'm confusing that She's one. She's like the uh, young, the daughter oh, of the right. owner. Daughter of the owner? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, just uh, a fun Friday. There's a lot going on. Our big three is the big memo. We do expect the release today, and that'll come over the objections of the Justice Department. We shall discuss momentarily. Also in the big three, Super Bowl is here. In the next segment, Alice tracked down Eagle fans who live in our area. That's got to be tough. Well, you've got to go to South Jersey for that. Well, but I, sh- I think she also talked to some Eagle fans in New York City. But I, I, we'll see. Alice has a whole report on Eagles fans because clearly here's a Super Bowl coming up Sunday of two teams that New York fans really right. the, have no use for. Jet fans don't like the Patriots, and the Giant fans don't like the Eagles. And the Giant fans don't like the Patriots no, don't like either. The Patriots well, nobody either. likes the Patriots. Well, actually, Giant fans like the Patriots because we can beat them. Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, it's really, I mean, I don't think anyone likes the Patriots. Well, that's but, true, except for Ray. By the way, I don't know if it's just me that I'm caught up with the State of the Union and the politics of this show. Is it my imagination, or does there seem to be less buzz about this game? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, Do you feel I, a lot th- of buzz about the game? You, you know, yes, because Donald Trump, he just saps the energy out of the news. I oh, mean, so you it, don't it, feel that, yeah. No, I mean, it's just, the, right. that's always um, all-consuming. Now, people are going to look hard at these ratings because that's been a source of controversy right. all year long. Um, the president has made a big deal out of the politics of the players who have knelt. Uh, many people on the right have called it unpatriotic and, uh, and on the left, too. But in, in general, there's been a, almost I've sensed a glee from some people on one side over the other when it, when it came to the ratings being down this year. But it, and they're making the case that it has to do with the politics, and I don't buy that argument at all. If you are not watching football because a couple of idiots kneel during the anthem, you're... Right. you're, you're That's not the reason. No, exactly. And we've you're, talked you're, about the reason. You're off base. We've talked about the reason. Yeah. Too many games, yeah. including Thursdays, yeah. which now Fox has picked up. So at an increase. So if you think there were too many games, yeah. now there's more money for the owners because Fox is paying an obscene amount of money to, to have Thursday night football. And Plus, also, I've been saying this all along. There are no stars in the NFL. You would think there would be big stars in this big football league, but people can't name a Philadelphia Eagle other than a quarterback probably. And other than Brady and, you know, well, Gronkowski, there just aren't a lot of stars. But, but listen, the Super Bowl is immune to the ratings. It's going to do a 40 rating. I don't care who plays in it. You could have Jacksonville, um, you know, playing um, uh Detroit, it, it's going to do. It's going to do a forty rate well, because people go for the event. Yeah, it's, it's a event. party. It's, yeah, it's something it's that's event. on during a party. Right. It's something that you use as a foundation for a party, not necessarily to sit and watch the game. And rounding out our big three today, Groundhog Day. That's pretty lame, huh? Let's take Chuck. Yeah, we're going with Chuck because Chuck did not see his shadow on Staten Island. He did not see Mayor De Blasio either. You know, it was logistics and scheduling problems for He's the, so busy for the mayor. So busy. <laughs> well, again, well, now getting to Staten Island at seven thirty is kind of tough for him. Oh come on! Well, it's early. Yeah, it's just early. Getting to Staten yeah. Island thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if he, he he'd never do early talk radio, right? He'd never do morning radio. No, no, there's no way. No, he's lucky he can get to a ten o'clock appointment. Morning radio for him would be what eleven a.m. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the mayor was not there, but uh, Chuck 
did not see his shadow, which means an early spring. Punxsutawney Phil did see his shadow, which means six more weeks of winter. So there you go. Okay, the memo, Joe. Um, you you think that it's not? This is overrated. Too much hype, huh? Well, no. I, I'm glad it's coming out because if there was some hanky panky on the part of the FBI, then we should know about it. Uh, um, I, my thought is that there's been so much hype and so much anticipation that I think the final release cannot live up to everything that's expected. Well, although there, there's one congressman who read it from South Carolina said it's going to be very embarrassing to the FBI. Well, but the, again, the point is that the memo is just a, I'll use the phrase cherry picked. Not, it's not necessarily the entire story, correct? But uh, taken in little chunks, all right, cherry picked, as you say. Yeah. If it's embarrassing, it's embarrassing. Yeah, but maybe it doesn't tell the whole picture. If it's embarrassing, it's embarrassing. Well, but the you know the FBI says what a if lot I said of facts this? have been left what, out. What, what if I said this? Len Berman was caught right. on Madison Avenue right. uh, with his pants down. Right. Okay. Well, That's embarrassing. Maybe isn't there's it? more to the story. Oh, well, yeah. Ma- maybe but, he was assaulted. But the well, right. But the well, fact they, is, they left that out. The fact is, you were on Madison Avenue without your pants. Well, that's happened. Okay. It happened. It could happen to anybody. <laughs> No, but, I'm, but, I, but the fact that the Justice Department doesn't want it out, the president does, this is, this is unprecedented. And, and I, think that, I think Christopher Wray does quit. I don't see how he saves. I don't see how he just sits back and says, okay, I, I don't want it released. The president released it. I'm going to you know, eat Trump, my pride. I Trump, don't think so. Trump, will, you know, Trump is the boss. But Trump did appoint this guy, Christopher Wray. That's correct, and yeah. he can appoint a new one. Uh, Michael Bauer uh, is in from the newsroom. You got some breaking news breaking for us, news? Michael? Yeah, What's guys, up? from the WR newsroom, they're saying at the Larry Nasser trial, this is the second trial that yeah. they've got and the girls that are testifying, that uh, at the end of one of the testimonies, a father of one of the girls made a lunge at Larry Nasser wow. inside the courtroom and had to be wrestled to the ground oh, okay. and detained at that point. So we're I hope he got a few punches footage. in before they got him. I, they didn't indicate whether or not he got any hands on him whatsoever <laughs> other than he made the no. lunge. So. <laughs> he Na- got him? He Natalie, Natalie just showed me a picture. Now, is the, do you think there's video of this? There must be video. I'm sure there will be if We're there isn't at this point. Uh, they've got the court officers wrestling this this guy to the ground. Okay. Well, so this is still a picture of did him. He, did, he, did he get any shots at Nasser? I, well, I, I, don't hope, he got a, I hope he got him a couple So this times. is the guy that's going away forever. Yeah, this right. is the abusing yeah. the yeah. Olympic athletes. So the, there's another series, uh, a whole other series of uh, victim testimony, right? This is like the local version. We had the national one with all the Olympic athletes. This is more of the local Michigan athlete right. issue angle of it. And now this is going on and a father uh, took a lunch. Uh, yeah, just moments the- ago. Yeah. Wow. But just imagine thousands of girls. Thousands. It's not thousands. Yes. Thousands? Well, he- well, there were 160 something that testified. But how in- many patients did he have? Oh, and patients in general. Right. And I'm sure he abused most of them. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, thank you, Michael. We're going to continue to follow that story, but that's quite a story in a courtroom, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure video is going to surface because these, uh, oh, if we have the still picture, right, yeah. that must come off a camera. So at some point we'll get video of this. Uh, uh, we have we already have the photos up on our Twitter oh, page, okay. which is at Len Berman W-O-R. So go to at Len Berman W-O-R. You'll see the photos of the court officers wrestling this guy to the ground. Just an ugly story. Hey, listen, I understand how that father feels. Oh, absolutely. You know, wouldn't you want to tear this guy apart? Yeah, know what's going to happen to him? He'll probably end up uh, facing criminal charges. Right. Yeah, he'll face charges. Correct. Yeah, it may be worth it.
All right, so of course the Democrats are uh, not at all happy with the release of this memo. Boy, we haven't heard from Adam Schiff in, what, six minutes? The point, of course, wasn't to make it accurate. The point was to make it misleading. The point was to selectively declassify information um, so that it would support a narrative favorable to the president. Well, that's the only – see, Joe, that's, that's my only concern at all this. It's not that it, – if, the, it, if there's malfeasance right. on the part of the FBI mm-hmm. – in their approach to Hillary Clinton's whole story, or in, a, in the, in the uh, antipathy of, of Trump, if that all exists, then yes, out it, and, and and let's 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 make corrections there. That's not my point. My point is that this memo is highly partisan. That they've picked little portions of what a forty-page Pfizer report or Pfizer request. But if if there or 400 are, pa- if, I don't know. how many pages was that original Pfizer that it's based on this memo. Either forty or four hundred. Yeah, the, the, the dossier so, you're talking about. The no, dossier. I'm talking about the Pfizer. Oh, this okay, is based okay, on okay. the Pfizer request right, okay, right. for uh, you know foreign surveillance. That's what right. Pfizer is all about. So they've taken out and made a three and a half page memo, and obviously they've picked some of the parts that are going to make the FBI some of the Pfizer report. Right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, and and it was said that Nunez, this Darren Nunez, uh, Devin Nunez, did, did not even read the underlying Pfizer request. So, I, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on here. But I, I think underlying the underlying there is the fact that we may have had uh, a Democratic administration and a Democratic candidate use the FBI and the Justice Department for political purposes. Well, if that happens, that is wrong. the insinuation. And if, you know, well, Trump came out and said that Obama spied on him at, uh, at Trump Tower. If that's true, okay, that has to be out. Okay. And even a little tidbit, you know, in or out of context, if there's any sort of suggestion that that was done, that would be a problem, I think. This is House Speaker Paul Ryan. I say let all of it out so long as we're not involving sources and methods, so long as we're not revealing sources and methods to protect our national security. The more transparency, the better. Yeah, so to release the Democrats, Ryan, what do you mean? Tra- I love it when they say we need transparency. Then re- why'd you refuse to release, or the committee refused to release the Democratic point of view of the same memo? If you want transparency, release both sides. I think they went to more toward the process of um, they they would have exposed more intelligence. I can't wait to see this memo. It's going to come out today, and we'll see what the we'll see what the head of the FBI does. You know, if he has uh, self self esteem, he may walk out. Uh, Coming up, it can't be easy being an Eagles fan in New York City. Alice Stockton Rossini hits the streets and finds out what that's all about. And your next chance at $1,000 is coming up at 10.05. But first, let's go to Bernie Vider in traffic. Good morning, everyone, at 923, along with Joe Barlow. This happened moments ago in a Michigan courtroom. There's another sentencing hearing going on for more charges against this Dr. Larry Nasser. He was the one already sentenced to between 40 and 125 years for abusing Olympic athletes. And then he was sentenced to another 60 years for pornography. And he's now undergoing another sentencing. Well, moments ago, a father of one of the victims got up in court to speak. I would ask you to, as part of the sentencing... To grant me five minutes in a locked room with this demon. No, no sir, I can't. Would you do give that. me one minute? I, you know that I can't do that. That's not how our legal system well, works. So the father went charging at Nasser. He didn't get to him, uh, but he was tackled him. by these. This is. 
Just spectacular video. We have it up on our website, or we will have it momentarily. 710WOR.com slash Len. 710WOR.com slash Len. Wild scene. He just, it is up now. So, he, uh, he what did he want, five minutes? Five minutes this? in the locker room. Then he said, just one minute. Just give me one minute. Oh, I can't give you that. So, yeah. then he charged at him, and, uh, and, and you heard what happened. And they they must have been ready for something like that All because right. they were really Crazy quick scene. to react to that. Crazy yeah. scene up in the Michigan courtroom. All right, Alice Stockton, Rossini, tracking down Eagles. Oh, my God. Do you find Eagles fans in New York? It wasn't hard. I was surprised because I was kind of, I was getting nervous about it. I'm like, where am I going to find them? Where am I going to find them? I'm I'm telling you, like, I I didn't have to talk to many people before I found two guys. One guy who grew up in South Jersey who now lives in Hoboken, so you could understand that. But the other guy, this guy Sergio, has uh, lived in North Jersey all of his life, and now he lives in the Bronx, and uh, they they are pumped for Sunday. Sergio and Steve are Eagles fans stuck in New York and North Jersey. Go Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Do we know the song? Partially. Fly, Eagles, fly. That's about it. That's all I know. Fly, Eagles, fly. To the road of... See, I probably just f***ed up. Okay, not all Eagles fans know the song. Get back to that in a minute. F words, really? That's right. We're not in Philly. Yeah, that and uh, you know throwing batteries at Santa Claus during the Christmas game and uh, while we're losing at home. Fans throw batteries. Yes. That's why yeah. people love Philly fans. We are very violent. Very passionate about Philadelphia. As a matter of fact, they have a police precinct in the stadium. The old one and the new one. They have a court and everything in the stadium. All right. I got to step in here. There was a court in the old vet stadium, and there were four cells built inside the new stadium, but they were done away with two years later because the level of unruly behavior dropped considerably. And that's more obnoxious chants from Eagles fans. Now, there is a team you guys hate more than the Patriots. I hate the, the Cowboys. Yeah, I would agree with that. The Cowboys? Cowboys are. They're not even an East Coast team. And if you like them, you just became a bandwagon fan. They call themselves America's team. Oh, I hate the Cowboys more than any other team in sports. They have a very inflated uh, opinion of themselves. Okay. So why are you Eagles fans? I'm not a white-collar guy. So that would, I would not be a Giants fan. Philadelphia is a very blue-collar type of town. Okay, what about you? Grew up in South Jersey. My mom's family's from Philly, so just became an Eagles fan when I was young. And now that you're in North Jersey, do you feel pressure to be a Giants fan or a Jets fan? God, no. Hate him. And you don't hate Tom Brady? I don't hate Tom Brady. I think people hate Tom Brady because the way he won his first Super Bowl was the tuck rule. Then when he beat Philly, it was because they were filming our practices, and a lot of Super Bowls came from, like, deflating the balls so he might have won five championships but at least three of them people are like yeah you kind of cheated on those ones should have won in 2004 right belichick filmed our practices they barely beat us by what three points right field goal it wasn't that they were a better team so who will giants fans root for but it seems like the consensus is go eagles because the giants fans hate tom brady more than they hate the eagles surprisingly okay you got anything special you're wearing probably should get some lucky underwear yeah. When, uh, yeah. I don't wear underwear. I'd be uh, yelling out the window okay. and yelling, go Eagles, go, as loud as I possibly can. Or fly, Eagles, fly. And start singing uh, loudly. Loudly. Okay, here you go, Giants fans. Learn the song. All right, enough of 
a fly. Really? Fly Eagles fly. Uh, Alice, that, that, that was fun, Alice. Giant fans are rooting for the Eagles, except in Staten Island, because there was a little test this morning. The reason that Groundhog fans can't uh, can't cheer for the Eagles is because Eagles eat groundhogs. Oh, okay. I can't imagine. <laughs> First of all, Bartlett's a, a, a white-collar guy? That's right. But Joe Bartlett is a white-collar guy. What, are you kidding me? You think so? Well, that's why he likes Oh, God, yeah. Well, that fan was saying the blue-collar people like the Eagles and white-collar guys are Giants fans? Really? Yeah. That that's right? right. The rich people. Those rich people. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I can't imagine. I, I just can't imagine Giant fans rooting for the Eagles. I, I, well, I, the other option is the well, Patriots. Yeah, I know. That's worse. So, all right. All right, Alice. Good going, kid. Enjoy the game. Who, who do you think is going to win, Alice? I can't wait. Are you kidding me? I grew up in South Jersey. We're having a party. I can't wait. I'm going to be dead on Monday morning. But I don't care. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. Right. Thanks, Alice. <laughs> Nothing shy about Alice. Uh, by the way, we have more on this uh, dad who attacked, uh, uh, tried to attack uh, Nasser in court. If you didn't hear the audio, he, he got up. He wanted to make a speech to the judge. And, uh, and here's what happened. He's the father, it turns out, of three girls who were victimized. I would ask you to, as part of the sentencing, to grant me five minutes in a locked room with this demon. No, no sir, I can't Would you do give that. me one minute? I, you know that I can't do that. That's not how our legal system Wild. So the, the father lunged at Larry Nassar. He didn't get to him. He was tackled and brought down by a couple of court officers. The video is startling. Take a look at 710WR.com slash Len. 710WR.com slash Len. I hope they don't do uh, anything serious for that guy. I mean, obviously, he is distraught. Three three daughters abused by that creep. Yeah, let's cut him some slack. Yeah, cut him some slack. Who wouldn't want five minutes in the locker room with this exactly. guy? It's unbelievable. Trust me, he'll get his prison uh, vengeance. All right. Coming prison up, justice. Prison justice. Coming up on 931, I think it's a rocky start to the markets again, but I don't want to steal your thunder. Here with the headlines, Michael Bauer. Waiting to see here, Len. So far, I don't know if the uh, the Labor Department and the economy adding 200,000 jobs is going to make a big difference this morning, but according to what I'm seeing. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Unless you guys have something different. The Dow's up 37, 30. No, no, no. no. You're down? down? Dow is down 204 points. Wow. All big, right. Big drop. I don't have the NASDAQ in front of me. I just have NASDAQ the Dow. NASDAK is down 33. So Dow's S&P's down, down 15. Okay. Uh, mine just updated all, as well. All red. Yeah, yeah, all red. Not and this is stuff. because of uh, higher than expected job numbers. I mean, well, the job numbers are good. Yeah, very so good. So why would the market go well, down? I, I assume because there's concern about inflation. Uh, for some reason, I, it's, it's always something. When, when when employment is good, it's not good for the market. Mm. 
Really? Yeah, it's kind of weird. It, yeah, it kind of goes against the grain yeah. in that yeah. way, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, President Trump says the top leadership of the, of the FBI and Justice Department have politicized the investigative process, and he's tweeting that it favors Democrats versus Republicans. A memo critical of the FBI is expected to be released today, and Speaker Paul Ryan defends making it public. What it is is the Congress's legitimate function of oversight to make sure that the FISA process is being used correctly and that if it wasn't being used correctly, that needs to come to light and people need to be held accountable. The FBI says it has grave concerns about the accuracy of this memo. Staten Island Chuck says it will be an early spring. He didn't see his shadow earlier this morning at the Staten Island Zoo, but Puxatawney Phil disagrees. I see my royal shadow. Six more weeks of winter to go. For what it's worth, the Staten Island Advance says Chuck has a much better track record with his predictions than Phil does. Well, it's big. It's like 80% to 30%. Yeah, that's a, quite a difference there. My. And that's just between 1992 and now. We're going so, with Chuck. Chuck's uh, our man. There you go. Yeah. And there's a new version of Monopoly that oh. encourages you to cheat. <laughs> 15 different cheat cards will ask players to sabotage the game and carry out secret missions. Is that more than just flipping the game over because you're tired of it? If the player is successful, they'll get an infusion of cash and free properties. If they get caught, they'll be forced to hand over cash or could wind up in Monopoly what jail. Do you mean cheat? They're going to be actual cheat cards. They want you to sabotage the game. What about secret missions, Len? What's this wrong is... with people? Well, if you <laughs> what were is wrong with it, if you were uh, in real business, that's what you would do. Oh, okay, so it's a uh... Executives at Hasbro say it enhances the original oh, game please. because it adds an entire second layer to the gameplay, Len. Yeah, it does add go. another layer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people Cheating. try to cheat anyway. Don't people always try to steal some money from the bank? Some people have. I, yeah. yeah, some people I, Not that I would have yeah. ever thought of Were that. Were you always the banker? Uh, I, I often was. Did yeah. you cheat your? You didn't cheat your kids. I hope. No, no, no. But I, there's a famous story in my family where I cheated in Candyland with one of my little kids. Candyland. Yeah. I wanted to get the game over. It, the game was just dragging. Did you cheat so dragging. that your child won? Or no, no, I I wound up winning. But, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you know, if you ever play Candyland, they have these cards. Of, it so takes forever. I, the to ice get cream yeah, bar yeah, yeah, is right. near the end of the game. Yeah, right. So I I I said this game. I got to get this game over with. So I I kind of palm the ice cream card and I got to the end. And, and my kids wouldn't let me forget it. Our Did father you get caught? Che- well, I admitted it years later. Oh, okay. And, of course, now I, I can't live it down. <laughs> anyway, cheating at games. Who would have possibly thought of that? Hey, up next, uh, if you're going to head to the airport, I have one piece of advice for you. Leave your peacock at home. <laughs> we'll tell you why United is changing its policy for emotional support vehicles. Uh, plus, your next chance is $1,000 coming up at 10.05. Right now, Bernie Vider in traffic. Welcome back, everyone, at 940 with Joe Bartlett as we cruise towards the top of the hour. Mark Simone coming up at 10 o'clock this morning on this Friday, Groundhog Day, Memo Day, Super Bowl weekend. Been talking about the story that just broke within the hour out of a Michigan courtroom. Turns out the man's name is Randall Margraves. So this is yet another. This is the third sentencing hearing for this, this, this heinous uh, doctor, the Olympic doctor, Larry Nasser. And he's now undergoing a third sentencing hearing for even more victims. And this father gets up, this Randall Margraves. Turns out he has three daughters who are victims, and he has a little request for the judge. I would ask you to, as part of the sentencing, to grant me five minutes in a locked room with this demon. No, No, sir, I can't Would you give me one minute? I... 
you know that I can't do that. That's not how our legal system works. He charged Nasser. He didn't get to him. I've seen a couple of different angles now. He's charged Nasser. Didn't get to him, but he's wrestled to the ground by the court officers. Uh, just a, a crazy scene. If you want to check out the video, you can see it at 710WOR.com slash Len. Who blames him? No, I mean, can I guess not at get, all. They'll cite him for contempt of court and what, slap his wrist and say don't do it again or something? I hope that's what it is and they don't give him you know, something more severe. Well, speaking of brawling, did you hear about this incident on a train in Sydney, Australia? I mean, these two guys. Oh, they, they, like, they like to fight down there. Well, they like to fight. They like to fight down there. a few under. beers, yeah. eh? Hey, you know, so. mate. Mate. Want to go a few rounds? You want to go? So anyway, the two of them are like, and this is all caught on video. We'll have this video up as well. <laughs> but these two guys are going at a full-scale train fight. It looks like it's along on a railroad. These two, two guys. Yeah. yeah. Are going at it. This is not a train in Sydney. One guy, I don't, they don't know what started this fight. Uh, <laughs> someone said, Let's go. I, I'm going to smash you, brother. And the other guy. A younger man replies, mate, you got no chance. Someone's heard in the background yelling, call the police. <laughs> Badly, they're tarring the heck out of each other, yeah. Joe. Yeah, that's it, man. What they do. Just another morning commute in Sydney, Australia. Two blokes. Did you call the police, right? Okay. Call the police. Yeah. But you know what they say down there, Joe? What did they say? No worries. No worries. That's what no worries. So, at the, you know what they did at the end of the fight? They hugged. They hugged it out. Yes. Aww. There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Guys, I got to go to work in the morning. It must have been alcohol involved. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Really? Lots of it. Oh, boy. They hugged it out at the end. <laughs> the video is awesome. Go check it out. 710WOR.com slash We got the video up of that one, too. That is cool. That is cool. All right, so now we've got an update on the peacock. Remember this crazy story? A uh, lady wanted to have her emotional support peacock on United Airlines at yeah. Newark Airport. I thought her 50 minutes of fame was up. but well, apparently I guess not. she bought a seat for the peacock. She did, yes. But she was told, even if you show up, you're not getting on the plane. They, they, the airline claimed they told her that three times. I would think so. Yeah. So now United Airlines. Uh, How she, did she fill out the information on the form? You know how when you, when you right. do a seat... Yeah. You, in your reserve, you have to have the name, oh, true. the sex, age. It's a good thing it wasn't a foreign flight. You need a passport. <laughs> but Dexter? Th- well, do you think this was all a put on? Because the lady is, yeah. is known as a performance artist. I think it might be a little bit of that. Yeah. Well, anyway, now what's happened is United Airlines has now changed its policy. Because Delta was first. Delta was first, right. Yeah, yeah. but now they're, they're going to change their policies with these emotional support animals. So you need a note. You need some documentation, et cetera, et cetera, from the veterinarian. Uh, before you just go online and buy a piece of paper, you know, I guess. It, it, uh, it seemed like a lot more people were bringing these little dogs on. If it's a little dog and it can fit under the seat, I guess. Dog. But some people had like an emotional support pig. Do you see that? Like a potbelly yeah, pig well, and stuff. Yeah. And that. What, a peacock? Do you remember we had, <laughs> well, the we had, peacock is ridiculous. We had the story. That, uh, <laughs> can you imagine being on a plane with that? This is a coast-to-coast flight. Unbelievable. 
Uh, Delta is the first one. So what, what now has to happen um, is that each of the three largest airlines requires notification about Comfort Animals 48 hours before departure with a note from a licensed medical professional confirming the passenger's disability and need for the animal. Uh, so United has joined Delta now in requiring notes to confirm that confirm the animal's health from a veterinarian. Also, they want to confirm the animal's training to behave in a public setting to avoid problems. I think that's more than fair. It seems fair, but it's getting some blowback from, you know. From who? Well, there are some people who might have some disabilities and need some help and and, and just can't go through this rigmarole. It's like a lot of red tape for them. If that's the case, then, you know, fill out the form. I I saw in the story here that uh, comfort animals flying on United went from 43,000 in 2016 to 76,000. Now, I've never traveled with an animal. 000. Is that to save money or something? So normally would you have to well, check you would, the animal? You would have to go into uh, the – they have a special place where they transport animals. And you probably pay? And you would have to pay. Yeah, so this is a way to get around paying. If that, you say, oh, I need a comfort right, comfort right, dog yeah. or a comfort cat. Um, you want another uh, story? Uh, this lady, Charlene Harriet, was aboard an American Airlines flight from Dallas to Charlotte. Uh, as the plane began its descent – she reportedly ran from her seat toward the cockpit. And why? Uh, they don't know. Okay. The crew restrained her with duct tape. And she needed a support animal. I guess. Uh, she, the crew re- restrained her with duct tape and zip ties in the first <laughs> class. Well, she, wanted, she wanted to be in first class. So they put, her, they put her butt down in first class. They restrained her. According to the criminal complaint, she bit one attendant on the right forearm, puncturing the skin, caused oh. bleeding. She also hit a second attendant in the right forearm. What the hell's going? <laughs> Three flight attendants had to be taken to American Airlines on-site medical clinic for treatment. So she was she had issues before she got on the plane. I guess obviously had yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't know why. So she, she needs a dog. Now, if she had a dog, Len, this would have been fine. You know what? She should have been listening to our show on the iHeart app, (laughs) and she would have been relaxed, and she would have been having a nice time, and she would have been crazy. The FBI has charged her with three counts of assault and battery for interfering with a flight crew member in attendance. She's being held in jail in Charlotte. That's just unbelievable. She's charging down the aisle. Flight attendants are chasing after her down the aisle. Just crazy scene. So there are your transportation stories today. Flying is crazy. Flying is crazy. Uh, coming up, I'm excited. We have a special guest that's going to join us. He's the longtime legendary radio voice of the Philadelphia Eagles on Sports Radio 94.1 WIP-FM. He's Merrill Reese. What a history he's had. Maybe now in his lifetime he will call a victorious Eagles Super Bowl game. Let's see if that happens. That's coming up next. And your chance to win $1,000 at 10.05. And 9.53 and change. Here along with uh, Joe Bartlett, and we're getting ready for the big game Sunday. And to get us in the mood, it's a pleasure to welcome to the program the longtime voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Merrill Reese. Uh, Merrill, good morning. Morning, Len. Great to talk to you. Just uh, give us an eye. Now, how many years have you been doing Eagles games? Uh, this is my 41st. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so this is, I, I'm guessing this is your last best chance to get a Super Bowl victory in your lifetime, huh? Oh, I hope not. I hope not. Uh, I, I plan on doing this for a lot of years to come. I love it. I have no plans to, to give this up. It's it's my favorite thing in the world. Well, g- give us an indication of what this would mean. 
would they tear the city down in Philadelphia if you somehow won this thing? I hope not. <laughs> I, I'd like to think that they would celebrate and enjoy it and rejoice and have parades and, and not tear the city down. Hey, Merrill, it's Joe Bartlett. Um, uh, honestly, do the Eagles have a chance here? Oh, I think they have a good chance. I, I mean, I think there are a lot of reasons that they have a good chance in this game. I mean, I'm not, I'm not telling you that uh, anything is automatic and that, uh, that you should go bet the house or anything like that, but I think this is a team that has done a lot of things really, really well. And if you watch the way that Nick Foles played in that championship game, he was outstanding uh, against the, the Minnesota Vikings, just absolutely outstanding. So I think this is a team with a, a very good chance, uh, but there's a lot of things that they have to do. I mean, they, they cannot let Tom Brady stand in the pocket right. and uh, read a book and then look up and find the right receiver. They've got to put relent- and that's what they did, believe it or not. If you go back to 2004, this is the rematch, when they play at technically 2005, when they played the Super Bowl in Jacksonville against New England, it was a matter of Donovan McNabb having no time, and Tom Brady just stood back there, and after he paged through, I mean, here all day, and then he looked downfield and find Deion Branch. You cannot have a repeat of that. The other thing they can't do, uh, they got away in the Atlanta game, which was their divisional playoff game. They turned the ball over twice in the first half. If you do that against the uh, New England Patriots, a recipe for disaster. So they've got to play error-free football, and they've got to do what they do best. I mean, don't forget, if you're looking at these teams during the regular season, the Eagles' offense was fourth in the NFL, and the New England Patriots' defense – 29. Yeah, so uh-huh. there, absolutely. There are lots of very good yeah. matchups that go sure. in the Eagles' direction. The big equalizing factor, of course, is Tom Brady. Well, you got to put pressure, as the Giants proved when they won their two Super Bowls, you have to pressure Brady. As you said, you can't let absolutely. him sit back there and read a book. Hey, uh, Merrill, you know, when you think of Eagles fans, the you know, everyone loves to talk about the time they booed Santa or they had a jail in the stadium. I want to point out that that was a bad Santa. <laughs> well, he deserved it then. Then he deserved to be booed. He was skinny. His suit was very, very Yeah. Sir. All of that. He didn't deserve it. No, my reason for asking is uh, have uh, those Eagles fans descended on Minnesota, and, and what's the atmosphere like, and what do you think it's going to be like? I think the atmosphere is great. I, I think the Eagles have become, this week, America's team. Right. Uh, not, you, know, you can't take anything away from the great dynasty that is the New England Patriots. But after a while, people get tired of it. So the neutral people who are, are fans of neither, I think, want to see the Eagles win this game. And I think it, I'm not saying it's going to be a home field advantage, but I think there will be more Eagles fans in that stadium Sunday than there will be uh, Patriot fans. Well, as a Giant fan, I find myself very uncomfortable having to uh, root for Philadelphia, but um, better the Eagles than the Patriots. Joe, people don't believe this, but I'm a Giants fan, too. Really? Wow. Whoa. Yeah, with, with, without the Giants, I wouldn't have had two miracles of the Meadowlands. Ah, well. Okay, <laughs> speaking true. of miracle of the Meadowlands, yeah, yeah. this was 1978. <laughs> Murrow Reese at the microphone, the famous Joe Pisarczyk fumble, although Larry Zonka should take some credit for that as well. And the touchdown scored by the future coach of the Jets, Herm Edwards. From here on in, Pisarczyk can just fall on the football, and there is nothing the Eagles can do. And Pizarczyk fumbles the football. It's picked up by Herman Edwards. 15, 10, 5, touchdown Eagles. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I do not believe what has occurred here, ladies and gentlemen. 
Talk about miracles, folks. I do not believe this one, but it has happened as the Eagles beat the Giants. 19-17 before a shock crowd at the Meadowlands. Hey, Merrill, that was, by the way, you That's said good. miracle in your immediate call, and that, of I course, did. became known as the miracle in the Meadowlands. So you nailed it. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think so. But but I thought the other one was, was even better uh, in terms of a play because the Eagles were so bad on December the uh, 19th, uh, 2010, and the Eagles were so bad that at halftime, I think I said the Giants 31, the Eagles are still back at the hotel <laughs> that day. And then they slowly came back, and Michael Vick played and uh, took over the game, really. Wow. And they won it on the, the walk-off touchdown by Deshaun Jackson. Oh, that's sure. Like, like all oh, that's right. He ran right, right into right. the locker room. Yeah. Merrill Reese, congratulations on your team getting there. I hope you get to call a victorious Super Bowl after all of your years of meritorious service as Eagles announcer. Thanks, Merrill. Well, it would be great. But thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure being on with you. Good luck, Merrill. That's great. You guys have to understand, I've been a play-by-play announcer for teams, too. You you can't help but get wrapped up. You like the guys. You know the team. You kind of want your guys Well, he can be a homer. He yeah. can be a homer. Yeah, more so. Yeah, exactly. More so than the guy doing a national television. Look, and I hope he wins. I hope he gets a call of a Super Bowl championship. That'd be nice. I, I, you know, it'd be great for the city of Philadelphia. I remember when they, went, when they finally got a World Series win in 1980. You know, Philadelphia has won some NFL championships. The last one, though, was in 1960 wow. before there was a Super Bowl. Well, it'll certainly make up for that Pasajic play. Yeah. There what you go. awful play. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh, well. <laughs> Eagles had a good time there. Hey, uh, you want to uh, have a Super Bowl contest, fun time, go to our website, 710WOR.com slash Len. Uh, thank you, Joe. It's been a fun week. I want everyone to enjoy the Super Bowl, and I think uh, halftime's going to be fun. Uh, Mark Simone's coming up next. A chance to win $1,000. Justin Timberlake, take us home. Nothing I can see but you when you dance, dance, dance. Feel good, good creeping up on you. So just dance, dance, dance. Come on. All those things I shouldn't do but you dance. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.